you're getting out there and making new connections, whether it's building a new friendship, navigating the dating scene, or even embarking on a fresh relationship, understanding and knowing where the red flags are can be so beneficial. For this next episode of Flourish and Thrive, we dive into all the red flags that you might see when you're embarking on a fresh relationship. So let's get started. Welcome to the Flourish and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Donna Evans, a certified life coach and Reiki master dedicated to empowering women to become the very best versions of themselves. Join me on this transformative journey as we explore life's challenges, cultivate resilience, and unlock the keys to personal growth and holistic well-being. Each episode is a heartfelt conversation, a burst of inspiration, and a guide to living a life filled with purpose, joy, and self-discovery. Together, we'll navigate the complexities of life, embrace our inner strength, and flourish in every aspect of our journey. So grab your favorite cup of tea or coffee, find a cozy spot, and let's embark on this empowering adventure together. It's time to flourish and thrive. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Flourish and Thrive podcast. I'm super excited because today we're going to be talking about red flags when you meet someone new. And so I have been divorced for 16 years now, but this doesn't have to be necessarily someone that um, you're trying to date. If you're thinking about getting out on the dating scene and, or you have been out on the dating scene or you are dating someone right now, these are definitely things that you could look at and you may be ignoring some of these red flags. Also, um, if you're just working with someone new or you are just trying to make friends with someone and you're like, uh, you know, there's some things that I'm not sure about, but still trying to nurture that friendship, then you might look at some of these red flags and see if they um, apply. Also, since I have been on the divorce scene for such a long time, everyone always tells me that I have hilarious dating stories. So I won't add a whole lot in here. I know I, I do have a couple that I could share but I uh, was interested in finding out if you guys are interested in hearing some of those. I could do a hold, I, I could do probably 10 podcast episodes just on these stories, but um, they are interesting and funny. Some of them are very funny. Some of them are traumatic, <laughs> but, but it would be funny. Um, the way I tell it is funny. So yes, if you guys are interested in in hearing any of those, please comment and let me know if you're interested in hearing more about uh, some of my funny dating stories. But let's get started on the red flags when you meet someone new. So first and foremost, lack of transparency. If they have a hesitancy or unwilling to share basic personal information or they just, you found that they were dishonest with you. Trust is a foundation in any relationship and inconsistent stories or explanations about their past or their present. That is a definite red flag. Even as you're getting to know someone and they're, they act 
very hesitant to tell you basic information. I was talking to someone the other day and it was a first conversation on the phone and I asked what I thought was a really easy question. I didn't think it was a a deep question. I said, what brought you to Kentucky? That's where he lives. Um, He answered, oh my gosh, you're really asking all the hard questions. And at first I thought he was kidding, but he was not kidding. He was actually serious and really stumbled over his words, couldn't figure out how to like go into the story. And I, I kept saying, it's okay, you don't have to share. And this is a really in-depth and I really wasn't ready to talk about this. And um, I just was dumbfounded. Needless to say, that was our last conversation. So um, so yeah, that was <laughs> that was the end of that. But it was definitely a red flag for me that he couldn't even tell me why he moved to Kentucky. Uh, the next one is disrespectful behavior. So that's if they're being rude and they're rude to you or disrespectful toward you or wait staff or family members, you know, their mother comes to mind. Uh, that is definitely a red flag. And kind of going along with that is lack of empathy. So if that, that includes disregarding your feelings or the feelings and concerns of your children. If you have children and you're entering into a dating, the dating world, making sure that the person that you are dating is very respectful of your, your children and their emotional needs. And if your kids are telling you that they see this person too much or they don't want him or her around as much and you've expressed that to them and that that person doesn't respect their needs at yours or your kids feelings they should really want to protect your relationship with your kids and they should want you to um they, they should want to foster that relationship so yeah if they are disregarding your feelings or minimizing or dismissing your concerns have that lack of empathy or understanding about your emotions, that is a definite red flag. And if you guys can hear the snoring in here, my dog is in the office with me, so (laughs) he's a a loud snorer. (laughs) Um, Overly controlling behavior is also a giant red flag. Attempting to control your schedule or decisions early on and who you see, what you do, what you wear, it just is going to get worse over time. It won't get better. If they're demanding constant updates on your whereabouts and they try to make it look like they're being helpful or caring, but it's really just a way to manipulate and control you. Definitely a red flag. The next one is poor communication skills. So they have difficulty expressing their emotions or needs and you have frequent misunderstandings or miscommunications. If you're trying to talk through something and they get angry with you and go off because of what you're trying to explain to them and then later come back and say, oh, I misunderstood what you said. It was or you misunderstood what I said completely. Yes, definitely a red flag for me on that one. If they are avoidant of commitment, so they resist or 
evade when they're discussing their future paint plans, or they have a fear of commitment that interferes with the growth of the relationship. On the other hand, also avoid the person who pours everything into you immediately. They immediately are wanting to stay at your house constantly. They immediately are wanting to do everything together. They want to talk on the phone four or five times a day. And part of that is just a new relationship and getting to know someone. But also, it is a huge red flag for me that they don't have um, basically a life of their own. They don't have something to entertain them. And so are you going to end up being that entertainment for them down the road? Are you going to be the person that has to fill all of their gaps? Next is inconsistent availability. They are very unpredictable or sporadic um, with their communication or even their meetups. They're frequently canceling plans without a valid reason. You just can't seem to depend on them to show up for you. If it's something that you're like, I really, I invited so-and-so and they may come, they may not, you never know what's going to happen. That is definitely a huge red flag as well. Excessive jealousy. So along with the controlling behavior, they demonstrate um, all of the possessiveness or jealousy early in the relationship. They're constantly checking in on your interactions with others. And some jealousy is okay and normal and actually can be healthy in a relationship. But excessive jealousy can lead to very controlling behavior and you really want to watch that. The next, the next one is unresolved baggage. So if they're carrying around all of this emotional baggage from previous relationships and they are unwilling to address or work through those past issues, uh, a lot of the times I ask if people have been through therapy because I feel like once they've gone through a little bit of therapy that it can help in most cases, unless they're a complete narcissist, if they've been willing to address and start working through some of those past issues, whether they caused it or not, some of that past trauma that may have occurred in past relationships, then it's definitely a red flag for me. Self-centered behavior. So I know that we have all been in space with someone that constantly talks about themselves. They don't show any interest in you. They don't show, they've not, not one time do they ask anything about you. Or if they do ask and you begin to answer, they cut you off and start telling a story about themselves again. Um, so basically lack of reciprocity in conversation and in their actions as well. The next one is the inability to apologize. So anyone that is refusing or can't take responsibility for their own mistakes, definitely a red flag. They may blame others for their problems. You need to really keep an eye on that and make sure that someone that can't take responsibility for their own actions, even if, you know, you might hit them with it at first, they're angry, but they can't turn around and say, gosh, you know, I really handled that wrong. Or yeah, you're right. I, I do see your, I do see your point. Somebody that can be able to um, understand and empathize with what you have done that may have hurt their, hurt them or 
or traumatize them. You need to be able to um, accept responsibility for that. Mood swings or explosive behavior is next. And so drastic mood changes with no apparent reasoning. They have a display of anger or aggression that makes you really uncomfortable. Definitely a sign for you to keep an eye on that and be certain that that's not a red flag. Excessive criticism and negativity. So they're consistently finding fault with you or your choices, or they're making belittling comments that are disguised as jokes. They might be subtle jokes, uh, but belittling is also a form of emotional abuse. So that is a definite red flag for me as well. Financial irresponsibility, they're demonstrating poor financial habits or irresponsibility. They're always asking you to borrow money. They expect you to handle their financial issues instead of them taking responsibility for their own. It's one thing for a person to be, um, you know, in a, a financial mess occasionally, but when it's happening frequently and you see this as a pattern definite red flag. And then an unhealthy relationship history. They have a history of abuse or violence in past relationships, or they have multiple past relationships with similar problematic patterns. Those are definite red flags. And then for me, one of the biggest criteria I have right now for dating is to make sure that the person that I am going to go out on a date with or talk to, whatever it might be, has been out of their relationship for at least two years. If they haven't been, it's a definite no for me. And if they haven't had the ability to be alone for six months at any point in time, if they just got divorced and they haven't even been out of that divorce for six months. That tells me that they're afraid of being alone and that they haven't healed. And later on down the road that I will be the one that deals with all of their shit. So that's a definite um, red flag for me, just because I have seen that several times. So so those are some of the red flags I suggest you keep an eye out for when you're starting to make new connections, whether it's in building a friendship, navigating the dating scene, or just embarking on a fresh relationship. So of course, there could be some exceptions and there could be some red flags that I haven't covered. I invite you to share your experiences or any additional signs that I could have overlooked in the comments below. And for those of you who are recently divorced or going through a divorce, my advice as always is to prioritize your healing journey first. As a divorce recovery coach, I emphasize the importance of self-discovery and healing before you re-enter the dating world. Your healing begins with self-awareness and as you cultivate that, your ability to recognize and really respond to these red flags becomes more refined. If you're seeking support or considering working together, feel free to reach out by sending me a message at rockthisout10 at gmail.com. Let's explore how I can be a source of support on your journey. Remember, the foundation of healthy connections 
starts with a well-nurtured self. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. And I hope that all of your new connections are wonderful and there are no red flags. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Flourish and Thrive podcast. I hope you found our conversation inspiring and thought-provoking. Remember, life is a journey, and it's okay to stumble along the way. What truly matters is that you keep moving forward, embracing each experience as an opportunity to learn, grow, and most importantly, to flourish. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback fuels the growth of this podcast and helps me reach more listeners who can benefit from our discussions. You can stay connected to our community by following me on social media at rock underscore this out or rock this out on TikTok. And don't forget to share your thoughts and insights with us. I love hearing from you. Until next time, continue to nurture your well-being, chase your dreams, and most importantly, thrive in every aspect of your life. Take care and remember your potential is endless. The Flourish and Thrive podcast is hosted by Donna Evans, a certified life coach and Reiki master. Be sure to tune in for our next episode where we'll explore new avenues of growth, empowerment, and well-being. Until then, flourish and thrive.